Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. Thank you for tuning in. After the great conversation last week with Chris Flack, the co-founder of Unplug, where we explored many things from flexible working arrangements, the tips for digital well-being and the changes and challenges of work design. I'm back with a solo episode this week. And it seems like ages since I've had one of these what I call regular episodes after the great chat with Chris last week and then before that with Marion Byrne. Um, and of course, then there was the, the 100th episode milestone as well. So a big thank you to everyone who has messaged me and continues to message me about reaching the 100 episode um, milestone, you know, and for sharing what they love about my weekly episode. So that has spurred me on for another 100 at least, I think. So this week, it is just me and the theme is creativity. Um, now, later, I'll share eight ways to help you connect or reconnect with your creativity. Or sometimes the phrase I like to use is to harness or to exercise your creativity. Uh, but first, I want to maybe speak a little around how I view creativity and how my own relationship with creativity has changed over the years. And it's changed a lot. You know, it's it's easy to think that creativity is the reserve of artists or writers, musicians, you know, something that we put down with the toys of childhood. But we'd be wrong. Yeah, to be human is to be creative. As the great Brené Brown says, creativity is the way I share my soul with the world. Um, that's a powerful quote. I think it bears repeating uh, one of Brené Brown's many words of wisdom. Creativity is the way I share my soul with the world. So if you're not feeling fulfilled in your career or life, one of the causes is that you're not exercising your creativity. Untapped or underutilized creativity negatively impacts on our lives in the form of frustration, boredom, stress and even disease. You know, from my teens to my early 30s, I would never have described myself as creative. I didn't do art in school and I didn't have any creative hobbies. Um, you know, I had a job from when I left school. Um, I didn't have time for what I labelled play. My focus was on getting things done, achieving results, progressing in my career. It's bizarre when I think of it, but I associated back then creativity with frivolity and wasting time. Uh, about 20 years ago, on the first coaching course I attended, I began to reassess my relationship with creativity. And this came about really only when other participants on the course remarked on my creativity, maybe in how I put a presentation together or how I approached a challenge. So I opened to the idea that maybe I was more creative than I had allowed myself to believe. And when I opened that door to my creativity and the infinite ways creativity can be expressed, I realised some things will only come into the world through me. And this shift in mindset has been the foundation of my body of work over the last 20 years, you know, from establishing my own business, writing hundreds of articles at this stage, several books, countless talks, presentations, workshops, the creation of videos and masterclasses, and now, of course, over 100 podcast episodes. 
At this time, when the world is going through unprecedented change, we've been forced to tap into our creativity like never before. Businesses have had to pivot, you know, to find new ways to serve their customers. Um, We might have had to be more creative in the kitchen. I know I have (laughs) more creative in using ingredients so that I'm not running to the shop for for a quick, easy meal. And it is difficult to force creativity. I've always found that you need to create the space for it. Um, But it's also a quality that we can exercise and strengthen. So whether it's a familiar friend to you or a dormant skill waiting to be resurrected, let me share with you eight ways to harness your creativity. The first tip is around getting curious. Now, curiosity is the foundation of creativity. You cannot be creative without a curious mind, a thirst for learning, a desire to expand your horizons or having an interest in the world around you or the lives of other people. As children, we all had that wide-eyed curiosity before the responsibilities of adulthood took over. You know, getting curious is staying open to new ideas and new possibilities, wondering why and why not. It's once again viewing life as an adventure of discovering. To lean into curiosity, you might ponder questions such as what sparks my interest or what would I like to know more about? It's really all about staying open. I'm reminded of that great documentary, the fashion documentary, The September Issue, which is, gosh, it must be 10 plus years old now. And there was a scene in it where Grace Caddington, one of the fashion editors, was in a taxi in Paris and she speaks about paying attention to the world around you, staying open to ideas, you know, whether that's noticing the colour of a flower or, you know, she spoke about scouting possible locations for fashion shoots. You know, so we're not looking at harnessing creativity here as a means to an end. We're looking at it solely for your pleasure. Um, You know, I like taking photos with my iPhone because it's always with me when I'm out and about. And I've noticed in recent times, particularly with spring in the air, you know, I'm taking photographs of blossoms and flowers and, and light and how the sun has hidden trees. And I might share them on social media, but I'm really doing it for my own pleasure. Um, And that is a form of creativity. So it's not necessarily doing something to produce a work of of art. It's just doing something that brings you a sense of joy and pleasure. And as I say, the the starting point with all of that is just paying attention, keeping our eyes open and, uh, and being curious. The second tip is all about shaking up our routines. In these times of restricted movement and limitation, it can be difficult to change our habits and our routines or to step outside our comfort zone. But there are still ways we can shake things up a little. As Samuel Beckett said, habit is a great deadener. In recent times, I found myself buying the same things in the same supermarket at the same time of the week. Um, I have a habit of going for a walk along the same route. Um, you know, we all have the habit of browsing the same social media channels or watching the same types of programs on television. When we make a concerted effort to to mix things up, even if that's cooking something new or walking a different route, we see the world with fresh eyes. It's the beginner mindset that stimulates creativity. Remember, habit and conformity are the enemies of creativity. So a question for you to ponder is what could you do or approach differently today or tomorrow? Tip number three is beware of time-sucking distractions. 
you know, while social media and browsing online can be a source of inspiration, education and fun, it can also be a dreadful waste of time. You know, imagine if you used a fraction of the time you spend online tapping into your own creativity instead of comparing yourself to others, which is what we do a lot of the time on social media. You know, for me, I don't really find social media inspiring. It's a habit. And if I'm honest, I do view it as a drain on my own creativity. As I mentioned earlier, we can't force creativity, but you can create the space for it. And I know for me, that means um, uh, going offline. You know, the brain seeks stimulation, but mindless browsing is like junk food. Exercising your own creativity is giving it a gourmet meal. I found being constantly connected to the web fuels my procrastination for creative projects. And there comes a point where I have to disconnect from the external world so I can look within to access my own creativity. Tip number four is about fueling your inspiration. You know, I love that feeling of being inspired, that sense of possibility and excitement. The word inspiration comes from the Latin inspiratus, meaning to breathe into. Because inspiration and creativity go hand in hand, it's worthwhile pondering your sources of inspiration so you can connect with them more purposefully. It might be spending time in nature or curling up with an inspirational book, listening to some uplifting music, you know, catching up with a cherished friend, listening to a TED talk. Uh, we will always find people who have overcome challenges or persevered in the face of adversity or fought for justice. We'll always find them inspirational. You know, they inspire us to face our own challenges. And I shared some of my own personal sources of inspiration when I was interviewed by Marion Byrne two weeks ago um, as part of the, the 100th milestone episode. Uh, sources of inspiration I've found are usually free or cost very little. Um, sometimes they're referred to as the simple pleasures in life. So again, have a think about what are your sources of inspiration and in the days ahead, how could you just connect with them more purposefully as a way of, of igniting your own sense of creativity? Tip number five is saying yes a little more than you say no. Now, a few years ago, I read a terrific book by the comedian Danny Wallace called Yes Man. The basic premise of the book is that over the course of a year, the author says yes to every request or invitation that comes his way. And this included those emails, you know, from the son of some ambassador who's died and is leaving you a fortune. And it was a hilarious book. Um, but taking the, I suppose, the central theme of it, you know, there's no doubt that you know, our lives are richer when we say yes to opportunities and possibilities that life presents to us. At the same time, we're not being naive or, or stupid <laughs> with some of the requests we get. Saying yes is how we pass the frontier of our comfort zone into that great big blue ocean of opportunity and potential. So what could you say yes to this week? I know when I ponder that question, what always comes to mind is some time for me, some time for doing something I know I'd enjoy um, and, and doing it not just as a means to an end, but for the pure pleasure of making the time and enjoying the process. And of course, that's where fulfillment is found. So we're nearly there. Just three more tips to go. Tip number six is around updating your beliefs around creativity. I mentioned earlier that in the past I didn't see myself as creative and I viewed creativity as something separate from the real world of work, as it were. But I came to realise that those beliefs were not just limiting, they were quite simply untrue. 
We'll all hold beliefs around creativity ranging from lack of worthiness, fear of the negative judgment of others, fear that we're just wasting our time, that we need something to be perfect, or we want to feel that we're expert at something before we endeavour to embark on a creative pursuit. If I've learned anything over the years is that I'll never feel ready. There will always be a leap into the unknown, but that's simply the creative process. There will never be an ideal time. There's also the limiting belief that we run, you know, that to be creative is to suffer and to sacrifice. You know, it's like the poor artist suffering for their art, starving in their garret, going semi-mad, you know, and while some people can have a musical ear and others can pick up a pencil and draw, I'm not one of them. Um, you know, creativity is far wider than that. Creativity is not about a specific skill or talent. It's about practice and the fun of trying. Tip number seven is around time boxing. You know, as children, we had playtime. Uh, wouldn't it be wonderful if as adults we allowed ourselves some playtime or creative time? You know, I certainly have executive coaching clients who schedule times in their diary for thinking or for idea generation. So that's not too dissimilar. You know, could you block out a regular time when you're relaxed and undistracted to think or to doodle or to play? Uh, you've probably come across the work of Julia Cameron, most famous for The Artist's Way, a manual for bo boosting our creativity. And she suggests taking 30 minutes each morning to free write in a journal. It's something I've done myself on many occasions. And not only does it free up our minds, uh, which is especially useful when we have a tendency to overthink, um, I always notice new ideas creeping in. You know, so how could you find a way to gift yourself uh, some time for your creativity this week? So my final tip for exercising creativity is to contemplate producing something tangible. So whilst daydreaming, reflecting, letting ideas germinate and incubate are all part of the creative process, there comes a time when maybe we want to actually make something tangible. When I was young, I used to cut interesting articles or photos out of magazines and paste them into scrapbooks. And now, of course, we have apps such as Pinterest that do the same thing online. When you think about it, we have more functionality in our phones now than film directors had 30 years ago. So we've more options than ever to be creative. There is the sense of satisfaction that comes from holding something you've created in your hands. You know, make it tangible is a mantra I often recite to myself when I have an idea for an article or for a story that pops into my mind. I want my creative pursuits to exist outside of my head, in other words. Um, it's all too easy to confuse talking about your plans and projects with actually producing something. So a quick recap on those eight tips for harnessing your creativity. The first one was around getting curious, um, remembering that curiosity is the foundation of creativity. Uh, tip number two was shaking up those routines, uh, finding a little bit of wiggle room to do something differently or to approach something differently. Number three was being aware of those time or attention sucking pursuits or distractions where often we find time going by that we could use in a more creative way. Number four was fueling your inspiration, um, looking to what inspires you and maybe connecting with that more purposefully. Tip number five was saying yes more than you say no, um, looking at opportunities and possibilities that come your way. 
Tip number six, reassessing your beliefs around creativity. So many of us think that we're just, you know, we're not creative people because we're not artists or writers or musicians, but to be human is to be creative. Tip seven was around time boxing, considering just putting a small piece of time aside each week that you could have for yourself, that you could use, you know, for fun or playtime, just as kids did. And then the last one was making it tangible. There might come a point where you actually want to produce something. So it's not just an idea in your head, you know, whether that's a drawing or whether that's sculpture or pottery or a nice meal, you know, or putting an outfit together. As I say, there's endless expressions of creativity. So I hope you find those tips helpful. Remember, creativity is not what we do. It's who we are. Creativity sits with a family of qualities that includes openness, inquisitiveness, individuality, optimism and positivity. In the past, my limited mindset prevented me from recognising how I was exercising my creativity. In recent times, I've learned that aligning with the process of creativity is one of the key differences between achievement and fulfilment. It's true creativity that we make our unique contribution to the world. You know, there's a common coaching question that goes, what would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? Well, from a creativity perspective, there's an even more powerful adaptation of this question. You know, what would I do even if I knew I would fail? Uh, This takes the pressure off as it's no longer about the end result or producing an outcome. It's about the process. And that's really what creativity is all about. So thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you found my musings on creativity um, helpful and even better if it inspired you to lean into your creativity today or in the week ahead and to, and to, to do something new or to try something new. Um, I have a little request, but personally, this is a big request for me to make. If you've enjoyed this episode or you enjoy tuning in each week, and if you've not already done so, uh, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe, rate and review. Um, If you think others in your network would find this week's episode beneficial, feel free to, to share it with them as well. You know, a lot of time and energy and my own creativity goes into producing this weekly uh, podcast. Uh, and those subscriptions, ratings and reviews let me know that what I'm producing each week is of value and benefit to you. So thank you again for tuning in and until next week.